Hello friends, and welcome back to Mixology, where today we're once again going to be spending some time in 1967, but this time with the Hollies and their album Butterfly. Let's take a little listen to its opening track, Dear Eloise, to get us in the mood. When run off to sea Could be the best thing that's happened to me Released in November 1967, Butterfly would be the group's seventh LP on Parlophone Records in the UK and the final one with founding member Graham Nash, who would depart the following year for Pastures New, but that's a whole nother story and we're not going to get into that today. Now, the album received its mono and stereo mixes obviously in the UK that we'll be covering in depth on this show, but it also received some international mix variants that we're going to be taking a deeper look at that comes from its American counterpart album, Dear Eloise slash King Midas in Reverse, and also the German equivalent album, which has some unique mixes too, and thankfully some that overlap with the American album. And there's also going to be a nice B-side coming from Australia as well, so we've got plenty to sink our teeth into here. But let's start with the opening track, Dear Eloise, which we're currently listening to, of course. Now, before we get to the very repetitive nature of looking at the different edits to the outro, and believe me, there's plenty of them, we're going to look at the very beginning of the track, which you've already heard in stereo, which has a very clean sound to it. There's no sort of studio mumblings and grumblings going on. But in mono, there's a little bit of shuffling going on right at the beginning, which obviously didn't get faded out, and I'm going to play that for you now. So, you've heard the stereo, and here is the mono. Now, following on quite tidily from this, our second difference in this track comes in the way Alan Clark's lead vocal is mixed, specifically on the reverb or echo on his voice. In mono, there's a great deal more of it than there is in the stereo mix, so let's take a little listen to it, and I'll start with the mono, and then I'll crossfade into the stereo. Moving on through the song, our next big difference comes in the way the bridge is mixed, at least vocally. Now, in stereo, there's two different lines going on, with the group singing one line of bar-bars, and then Graham Nash singing another one in the left channel, which is a counter-melody to the main one. Now, in stereo, these are both mixed pretty dry, and the group vocals are more upfront and central, while Graham Nash, as I say, pans to the left, is lower in the mix. In mono, these are obviously more combined, but they're also more reverb heavy, and Graham leads. Let's hear that in stereo, and then I'll move you through to the mono. And now, the mono. 
Now, where this track really excels in differences is in the edit into the outro. If you haven't heard the song before, the bit that played at the intro is then repeated at the outro, starting immediately where Graham's vocal comes in, edited onto the fade out of the main track. And in the UK mono, the UK stereo, the US mono, the US stereo and the German stereo, it's edited differently every time. And I'm going to edit them all together for you now in order of quickest edit to slowest edit. And we're going to start with the UK stereo, which feels pretty quick to me and maybe a little too soon. Just quickly before I move on to the next edit, which is the USA Stereo version, I want you to notice how the track ends in all its other mixes apart from the American ones. Could be the best thing that's happened to me. And now the USA Stereo, which comes slightly later than the UK Stereo. And as mentioned before, listen here how the USA mixes fade right at the end rather than letting it come to a natural end. And now let's hear from the US mono, which has the same edit as the US stereo, but it's not a fold down, I confirmed. Now this edit fades like the US stereo does as well. But now let's check the UK mono, which comes to a complete fade before the outro comes in. So much And now for the final edit before I drive you all insane, and this comes from the German stereo mix, which has the longest gap between them both of all the mixes, and has a slight difference beyond that that you'll hear now. So much older than you. What I find fascinating about all these is that it shows that the album was shipped out in different states of readiness all across the globe, and these edits are not the only cases of this across the album. Before I move on to track two, there's one other slight difference I want to show you, and like the fade out on the track, it comes from the American album, but it's clear and edit done in America, and that is that a bit of echo was added to the track just to make it a bit more exciting and quite a lost compression. I'm going to play the end of the intro in stereo in America now, and you'll hear it move into the main track, where there's a much smaller difference in volume between the two, and you can hear the echo mainly on the counting that's absent in all other mixes.
What's funny about the extra echo is that it makes Clark's vocals sound like it does on the UK mono version, meaning there's actually less difference in mixing between the two, but apart from that the track is exactly the same in all other instances between its UK stereo and mono counterparts, thankfully. Now track 2 on the album, Away Away Away, is exactly the same in both its mixes, which is wonderful but the fade differs between the two, where it's slightly longer in mono and also goes into more of an echoey tunnel, if you like, whereas in stereo it's just a dry fade that's a tiny bit shorter. I'll play the stereo first and then we'll replay that in mono. All of my problems seem so far away. The mono. All of my problems seem so far away, 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 away. One other thing before we move on to track three is that there's a key difference between the UK stereo and the UK mono original pressings of the album, and that is that the stereo is unbanded like the original pressings of Sgt Pepper were, where there's no gaps between the tracks, but the mono is. Let me just demonstrate this to you quickly, and I'll play the transition from Dear Eloise into Away 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 in stereo and then mono, and you can hear the difference, there's a couple extra seconds of silence in mono. way that descends into the drum intro and away away away. Now let's hear it in mono where there's a bit more of a delay and I don't feel the flow is quite so natural. Moving on to track 3 on the album, we're going to be taking a look at Maker, or as it's titled in the German version of the album, The Maker, which sounds a lot more dramatic if you ask me. Now before we move on to the international mix variations, we're going to look at the sitar drone that opens the track, and how it's edited differently onto the track in both stereo and mono, with the mono main track entering a lot sooner, or at least a little bit, than it does in the stereo. And I also want you to pay attention to the acoustic guitar once it comes in the stereo. It's panned onto the left side and remains kind of at a constant volume once the lead vocal comes in and obviously the other instruments do as well. But in mono it kind of gets faded down below the rest of the track quite interestingly. So I'm going to play the stereo first and then the mono so you can hear where the track enters on both. Days of yellow saffron 
And now let's hear the mono and pay attention to where the acoustic guitar enters and also where it gets faded down. Now where this track really gets interesting is that in all the American and German mixes of this track, both mono and stereo, that sitar drone in the beginning is completely absent and obviously wherever it crops up throughout the track it continues to be absent. I'm going to play the stereo version of this mix first just so you can get a feel of how it sounds and then we're going to move to the mono for another really interesting difference that I only just discovered. Now, where this track gets really interesting for me is that when I recently finally acquired the US mono copy of Dear Eloise slash King Midas in Reverse, I was listening to this track and I could swear that Graham Nash's lead vocal sounded slightly different from the version I'm used to, including both the stereo and the mono versions. Now, the track does run slower on the US mono, but there's a few key places where it's clear that Graham has later re-recorded some of his lines, but not all of them. Now, to really get the vibe of the different vocal take on this, you're going to have to already be familiar with the track, and I'm sure you are if you're listening to this, but I'm just going to play the whole track through, because the mix is slightly different throughout as well. I feel the acoustic guitar doesn't get mixed down quite as much as it does in the UK mono, and it's also quieter at the beginning compared to the main track. But just listen to Graham's vocal throughout. It seems like it's slightly more compressed with certain longer notes hanging, but again, it's likely a case of different vocal take. Just sit back and enjoy. See 
as well I want you to pay attention to the claps and there's a vocalization of over the top that's missing in the other mixes and if that fade out sounds a bit short that's because it was the US mono has the shortest fade of any of the mixes and then both the UK and German stereos have slightly longer mixes which I'll play you now which I'll then transition to the UK mono mix which is the longest of them all. And enter the mono. Track 4 on the album, Pegasus, which is Tony Hicks' first sole writing credit on reissues of the album and his first sole lead vocal on any Holly's record across the whole song, there are very few differences. The first one I'm going to bring up is one that's pretty minor and is mainly due to the difference between mono and stereo mixing in general, and that is in the chorus there's this horn echo effect. It reminds me heavily of the Beatles track Only a Northern Song, and it's panned to one side in stereo, but in mono, where it's centralised, it feels a lot more upfront and more psychedelic as a result. I'm going to play you a little bit of the stereo and transition into the mono just so you can get a little feel of this. I'm Pegasus, the flying horse. And the mono. The flying horse. Right. After that incredibly minor difference, we're going to go to where the main difference in this track lies, and that's in the fade. Now on mono, the fade is slightly sharper, leading to a slightly shorter track, and the horse whinnying effects come at a slightly different point to when they do in the stereo, which also has a slightly more gradual fade, making it a slightly longer track. After those two, I'm then going to play the German stereo outro, where the horse whinnying is completely absent, but it has the same fade as the UK stereo. And now for that sweet, sweet mono fade. And finally, the German fade, Sans Cheval. And Pegasus the flying horse. 
Now, as for track 5, would you believe, there's no real discernible differences between mono and stereo, but due to the heavily orchestrated nature of the track and the layered acoustic guitars, it comes across differently in both mixes in the case of clarity and just general listenability. I'm going to play a bit of the stereo and merge that into the mono, just so you can get a feel of both mixes anyway before we move on to the last track on side 1. to the mono. And back to stereo. Closing out side one is a song amusingly titled Wish You A Wish and when I say amusingly it's because it's listed all as one word not four separate words which flows pretty well with the lyrics of the song and how they're sung. Interestingly again the German and American mix of this track are missing the sound effects that are listed through the track and we'll get to that in a second because in mono and stereo in the UK those sound effects come at different times and in some cases not at all. So let's start comparing the intros from the UK versions to the international versions so you can get how it sounds with and without the sound effects first and we're going to start with the UK stereo and then I'll play that again in the German stereo. Now let's hear that as presented in Germany and America. And now let's compare the intros as they're mixed in mono, starting with the UK mono, which is different from the intro I've already played on the UK stereo, as there's insect and bird sound effects going on that are completely absent in stereo. And then, just for posterity, let's play the intro on the US mono. It appears there may be a little bit of extra echo on the US mono mix, but this is likely added in the States rather than at EMI in the UK. Now as I said, the UK mono and stereo versions differ in sound effects, and I've shown you how that occurs at the intro, but it also occurs at the outro, again with the tweetering and the running water. Let's play the mono first while we're listening to mono, and then I'll play you the outro again in stereo so you can hear the difference. Keep 
And now, the stereo. Now, the track that opens side two, Postcard, a great up-tempo track written by Graham Nash on the same holiday in which he wrote Lady of the Island, Marrakesh Express, and apparently Sleep Song as well, differs again in the use of sound effects to mono and stereo, where they come in at a different position in both mixes and also hang around for a bit longer at the end in stereo. And again, the US mixes are missing these sound effects, although they did make it to Germany this time. Let's start by comparing the intros in both mono and stereo so you can hear how the sound effects are differently edited between them, starting with the stereo. And now let's hear the much shorter intro in mono. What is interesting is that the wave sound effects come back in halfway through the track in stereo, but not in the mono. Let's compare the middle bit of the track now so you can hear the differences between those two, starting with the mono. Now let's hear that again in stereo with the waves added. And then moving to the outro, the sound effects are once again mixed differently, with them being a lot longer in stereo than they are in mono. So let's start with the mono so you can get a feel for the shorter one before I play you the longer one. And now, stereo. And now for posterity, let's hear that sound effectless intro in mono. Now, stereo. And while we're on the sound effectless US mixes, let's do the endings in the same order, starting with mono. Followed up swiftly by stereo. This track is followed up on side two by the rather novel Charlie and Fred, a track that opens with an a cappella intro in all its mixes, however this does differ 
between the UK mono and stereo mixes and the American mixes as well as in the UK mixes there are footsteps behind these vocals but in the American mixes these have been edited out or were not added in. Interestingly the UK mono also has more reverb applied to the vocals and the US mixes have even more but this is identical between both mixes. So let's study the intros starting with the UK stereo which has the footsteps and they slowly pan from one side to the other with the vocal and the vocal for the most part is pretty dry although not completely dry. He rides on his horse and Working from six until nine Collecting old rags and used bicycles All dying description of any kind And now, the UK mono. He rides on his horse and cut Charlie does Working from six until nine Collecting old rags and used bicycles and now the US mixes which again are identical in their intro between mono and stereo as the stereo doesn't pan like the UK one does and the reverb is also applied plus more compression obviously. He rides on his horse and cut Charlie does Working from six until nine Collecting old rags and used bicycles All dying description of any kind Here comes Charlie, Charlie the Ragman Throw out your old clothes for Charlie and Fred with that about covering all the main differences between the UK mixes, we're going to compare the US mono with the UK stereo now, as interestingly in the bridge I find the horn section is actually mixed a bit differently in the US version to the UK version, with it being a bit louder and more reverberant. And we're going to start with the UK mono, where I feel it's mixed a bit softer, and we're then going to cut to the US one, which has it mixed louder. And now let's hear that again from the US mono. Just live on And at the end of the day He's saving enough To put Fred out to grave Now, moving on to track 3 on side 2, we come up with the rather dramatic and very psychedelic Try It, which features some very different sound effects between its mono and stereo versions as they're edited very differently between the two, and we're also going to get something very interesting after that. 
Let's see how the sound effects are mixed at the beginning of the track in stereo, where they fade in smoothly and the track seems to come in at a more natural position before I move to the mono version, which cuts in hard and the track comes in at a weird time as well. Let's hear that again in mono, and as I said, note how the sound effects don't fade in where the track comes in at a different time, and how much more impactful the main body of the track is when it comes in. This way of editing and mixing the effects comes back in halfway through the track during the solo where again they warm up or fade in in the stereo mix but they come in hard and fast in the mono mix. Let's start with the stereo again and now I'll play you the mono. Get a bite of that thick, meaty mono goodness. Covering the people that we Obviously these sound effects come in again at the outro because obviously they have to and we're going to jump to that now, first with the mono this time and then the stereo. As a little note, thankfully this album wasn't on any of the American mixes so we never got a version that maybe had no sound effects shipped out to them which would have been very interesting I have to say. But if you're paying attention to the way the vocals are currently mixed and how the verse ones sound you'll hear something very close to that in a minute. But as I said, let's start with the mono outro and then we'll go for the stereo. And now let's listen to that in stereo and also note how the music fades a bit quicker in stereo but the sound effects carry on for longer. Mm -hmm. 
And possibly most exciting of all these differences is that in Australia and America, I believe, and maybe some other countries, on the flip side of the Jennifer Eccles single, a mix of this track was issued, which maybe would have been the mix that would have been included on the album in America had it made it, but obviously Epic decided to cut it. It's a much earlier mix of Try It, with none of the sound effects added, and clearly a guide vocal by Clark that obviously got re-recorded, but it's also swamped in reverb, so he sounds much further back in the mix, and the whole thing is clearly just a work in progress. I'm going to play the whole thing for you now, because it's obviously an early version and you need to hear it. Elevated Observations is another one that didn't make the cut in America, although it was issued later on the B-side of the Do The Best You Can single, in a monomix that matches one we're going to be talking about in a second. 
but let's compare the UK stereo and mono mixes first because that's where most of the differences for us lie. The track itself isn't mixed too differently and that's mainly because the backing track is obviously on a single track as in stereo it pans around the stereo field which gives it a bit more of an aimless vibe whereas in mono it's a bit more focused and I understand the slightly psychedelic vibe it's going for in stereo but at some points the backing track seems to kind of lose its volume and that's due to a couple of points of distortion in places as well which we'll get to in a minute. However, some points of difference are that the double track vocals mixed in stereo in stereo obviously are more effective in mono where the double track obviously overlaps and creates more of a phasing effect and in the bridge the backing vocals are mixed far louder than they are in stereo. So let's compare a section of the track now just so we can hear these differences starting with the stereo. And let's move to the mono. And let's move back to the stereo and listen for the drier vocals and the distortion that occurs in the right channel. I'm going to move you back to mono for the outro so you can pay attention to say the more reverberant vocals, the speeding up effect that happens at the end and the wind sounds as well which are in both mixes but we'll get to that in a second just enjoy it in mono for now. And now I'm going to play that same ending in stereo, but taken from the German version of the album, where something very strange happens after the track ends. right you're not going mad the track repeats a second time in stereo on the German version of the LP but that doesn't mean we're hearing the same track twice this is a unique mix of the track that was only issued on the German LP and interestingly a mono mix that seems to match this track was issued as I say on the B side of do the best you can in the States as this mix doesn't speed up at the end and is missing the wind sound effects as well but it also differs from the previous stereo mix in that the distortion is gone and the balance between the channels is more even with the vocal being much more audible in the right channel and the track panning in different ways. I'm going to crossfade between this mix and the original stereo mix for a few bits so you can hear these differences and then I'm going to play you the ending so you can hear it without the speeding up. 
UK stereo. To the German. So far below me I see the confusion. Small-minded men with their small-minded wives. If they could see themselves where I am standing. And now let's hear that moment of distortion again from the UK mix. And I'll play the moment again from the German where the distortion is missing and continue to notice that the right channel is louder. And back to the German. And now, as we get to the outro, take a listen, where, as I said, the speeding up effect does not occur and the wind effect is completely absent. Now, the penultimate track on the album, Step Inside, is the Hollies at their pop best. It's a great up-tempo power pop track, and it starts differently in both the mono and stereo versions, with the mono starting on a hard edit on the vocal intro, whereas the stereo has a quick but short fade-up on the S on Step Inside. Let's play you the mono and then play it again in the stereo. Stereo. Something slightly amusing, I feel, is a minor difference between the mono and stereo here, is the tambourine takes a far bigger role in mono. Here's the stereo, and then I'll cut to the mono. Now, the main difference in this track comes in Nash's bridges, because in stereo they're very heavily double-tracked, but in mono they're almost double-tracked. For the most part it sounds like there's a single voice mixed, especially on the very last word he says in the phrase, which is very clearly absent of a second vocal. I'll play you it in stereo first, and then I'll swing back round to the mono so you can hear the differences. the mono. Don't tell your mother about me. She'll only get angry knowing you come back. But what a heart can't see can hurt her. So take my hand and step inside. 
And since this bridge comes back again, since I've been so comprehensive, I might as well play them both for you once more. Starting this time with the mono and then cutting to the stereo. And here's the stereo. Interestingly, in the US mono, this bridge remains double tracked and just to confirm that it wasn't a fold down, I tested it and it didn't sound the same at all. So for posterity, here's one of the bridges from the American mono mix. And probably most weirdly of all, the American stereo mix has been slowed down a very uncomfortable amount. Let me move into the track for you, you've heard enough sections of it at the normal speed. And here is the US stereo. Now, the final track on the album, and the title track, of course, Butterfly, is a solo Graham Nash tune backed by a beautiful orchestra that somehow manages to sound exactly like a butterfly should, over which Nash sings, as he put it when they performed it live, a fairy story from the album. And it's absolutely wonderful. I love it. Nash puts in a lovely vocal on top. and. Wonderfully for us, the mono and stereo versions are mixed very differently with the reverb used on Nash's voice that points throughout, and I'm going to play you a few of those now. So I'm going to play you some of the sections from the stereo mix first, and then move into them in mono for the most part, and then some I'll play you again in mono so you can get the full effect of the difference. Waterfalls and your ripples to us and the more reverberant mono. Pond lilies play hide and seek with the fish. Rabbit run, run, rabbit, rabbit run by. Roaring mountain is standing close by, covered. Snowdrops and now back to the dry stereo. I hear the sound of a small hummingbird. I took your hand and I waltzed off with you. And now let's hear that little bit again in mono where the reverb is mixed a little differently. I took your hand and I waltzed off. To the top of the mountain with me Jump on a cloud and we'll float to and fro Seeing the And back to stereo one last time grass and the top of the mountain with candy 
As you notice that last verse in stereo started pretty dry and gradually became wetter, whereas in mono it's continually wet from the beginning. So let's hear the outro again, but in the mono mix. Now, unlike the Sgt. Pepper's episode I did, the two non-album cuts in this album, Keely, King Midas in Reverse and Everything is Sunshine, do differ from their mono and stereo counterparts, so I'm going to be covering them here, starting with the classic King Midas in Reverse. And between the mono and stereo mixes, at least in the UK, there's one major difference, and that is in the first verse, which is single-tracked in mono, but double-tracked in the stereo. Let's start with the mono and we'll crossfade between the two for you. If you could only see me, I know exactly where I am. And now to the stereo. You wouldn't want to be me. Oh, I can assure you of that. What's noteworthy about this track again is that because it was included on the album in America, there have been some slight alterations. There's a little bit of echo that's been added, which is most notable in the first verse due to its more sparse nature. And the orchestra that comes in is much more buried due to the compression. Here, I'll play you a bit of the UK mix and then crossfade to the American. Going on the way we are And America So even though I lose you You'd be better off by far What I also found interesting was that the fade out on the current CD stereo mix that I've checked across all the stereo CD issues that I found is shorter than the one that was issued in 67 and 68 and I've taken a copy of it from the German Hunter Greatest Hits LP which came out in 68 which is the cleanest sounding version of the original stereo mix I could come across so take a little listen to the fade out of the CD version and I'll move it into the German version which also does the same match the German stereo mix and in length the mono mix Enter the Germans.
And finally, the final track we're going to look at today is a wonderful little ditty called Everything is Sunshine, which was issued as the flip of King Midas in Reverse in the UK and most of Europe, and as a flip later on and listen to me in America very strangely. Now, this stereo mix is interesting because it's only been issued once and that's on the German Hansa Greatest Hits LP in 1968 and every version on CD as far as I'm aware is a remix outside of the mono mix. But despite this there is one difference that is key here and that's apart from the fact that the track seems a little empty in mono is that there's a phasing effect that's going on in the mono that's absent in the stereo. Here I'll play you the mono version and I'll crossfade it at the applicable time into the stereo. Stereo. Things that made me die, but everything is sunshine when you hold my hand. If everybody knew you the way I do. And with that, we come to the end of the mono and stereo mix differences on the Holly's album Butterfly from 1967. We've looked at the UK mono and stereo mixes, the US mono and stereo mixes, the German stereo mix and a B-side from Australia as well. And with all these brought together, we create an episode that's just under an hour long, making it my longest episode of mixology yet, almost doubling the length of my Sgt Pepper episode, which is pretty crazy if you ask me. Now, I've had a lot of fun creating this episode, importing and purchasing LPs from and in America and Germany, and I hope the love comes through on the end product. When researching Bus Fly, I found a lot of information from the wonderful people at the Elevated Observations Forum, and a few things on the Steve Hoppen Forum as well, but overall there didn't seem to be too much of a definitive guide, and that's what I wanted to create here. And in doing so, I found some differences that hadn't been noted anywhere, such as the alternate vocal on Maker, and the single track Nash Bridges on Step In in mono. But that's enough on the episode of me. All I want to say is thank you very much for listening. I'd love to hear from you guys about your favourite mono and stereo differences, your thoughts on this album, and maybe albums I should cover in the future. And you can email me with those at backtomonoradio at gmail.com. And if you fancy, I'll read some of those out in a future episode. But for now, be sure to check out the other episodes of Mixology, subscribe if you haven't already, and check out my radio show podcast Back to Mono as well. But from me to you, wherever you are, whoever you are, have a great, great day. Cause everything is sunshine. Everything is sunshine.